0: Block talk radio. Hey having fun. Hi, everybody, recruiting
1: animal here on march 27 2019 you know that i like to keep up with diversity issues right well we've had a a guest here a couple of times named thomas shimoro premusic don't ask how to spell that okay anyway he published a book about how men are lousy leaders incompetent is the term he used okay and then he wrote an article last week that said that quote women more often display humility integrity and competence qualities he says are the mark of a good leader you know and some people agree with him in the united states where i don't live by the way representative susan wilde never heard of her but she said that women are natural facilitators and hillary clinton you all heard of her. She said that women are better listeners. They're more collegial. They're more open to new ideas and more interested in win-win outcomes. But wouldn't you know it, not everybody agrees. Okay? Michelle Cottle, a woman, wrote an article in the New York Times, and she said that the – I'm quoting her – the idea that women are operationally or characterologically or morally superior to men. I didn't read that right. Characterologically. I had a lot of trouble. (laughs) I, I practiced saying that, but I didn't get it. Anyway, women are not morally superior. They're not operationally superior. Here's what she says. When it comes to the women who elbow their way into high office, the idea that they're less ragingly ambitious and more conciliatory or less partisan is insulting and contrary to the facts. So if you're recruiting people for management roles – Should you be slightly biased in favor of women over men? Lots of people think so, obviously. But I don't think that recruiters really care about gender at all. They don't care about anything. They just want to fill jobs, right? And that's what we want to talk about here on Jerry, Jerry,
0: Jerry, Jerry. The Recruiting Animal Thank you, and I'd like to thank my sponsors: PC
1: Recruiter, the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software; Hire Tool, the super duper sourcing tool; and Hone It, the phone it, <laughs> Hone It, the phone interview technology. I said Hone It, the phone it, the phone interview technology. Yesterday, I, I read a tweet that said that mispronouncing someone's name could be racist. But I have to admit that I don't know how to pronounce the name of today's guest. I just call him Joey Cadillac, right? So, Joey, can you tell <laughs> us uh, your name, please? I, I see you showed up.
2: Hello, everybody. Hello, Toronto. My yeah, is... you sound
1: like you're at the end of a tunnel. You couldn't call in a little earlier so we could maybe adjust it.
2: Come on. It's 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 not because of the tunnel, but I'm in the Training room because uh, it's 5 p.m. and we are still doing interviews, so a lot of rooms are booked, occupied. So I'm one in the room, and yeah, it's it's making this this okay. kind of noise. Yeah. Okay, so I will try your to name? be loud and clear, and my name is Joseph Cadlet, But as you said, Cadillac actually. I kind of use it as my nickname as well for American and Canadian folks to to pronounce my name. So Joey Cadillac, yeah, okay, I'm absolutely okay. fine I with
1: Okay, I'm going to give you some tips. Don't be so verbose. I just asked for your name. I didn't need a speech, okay? But you, uh, <laughs> right. okay, uh, okay. so you call yourself a former ethical hacker. What is that?
2: Ethical hacker? uh Probably more precise word would be penetration tester. So let's say security engineer who's trying to, uh, or who is actually hired to make audits on banks, companies, and so on. So actually utilizing.
1: You know what, I'm going to interpret for you, and I'm going to teach you how to talk, okay? What you're saying is you're a penetration tester. Does that mean companies hire you to test the security of their IT systems, yes or no? Yes, that's exactly right. And you also call yourself a digital forensic examiner. Does that mean after there's a breach, they'll have somebody like you come in and tell them what happened, yes or no?
2: Yes, yes. Or if there is some fraud and so on, not not necessarily technical, but it may be financial. But of course, underneath everything, there is technology. Yeah, so, didn't yes. I tell
1: you? Don't talk too much. You <laughs> talk too much. Okay, I like you to be to the point on this show. Okay. You now you say that you founded something I don't understand at all. The international app-only recruitment agency, and it's called Good Call, and it's got 140 exactly. employee. Let me finish. Yep. Uh, an international app only. What's an app only recruitment agency?
2: Uh, app only recruitment agency is that if you check our website goodcall.eu, there are absolutely no positions available. You you cannot you cannot find those vacancies of our clients on our website. You need to download yep. app application basically. So, which has of course some. Some uh, advantages because when you have app, you can receive notifications and so on and so on and so on. So we don't advertise. We don't have even our vacancies on our website. It's only in the application. Plus, of course, okay, the outbound, I'm going to start outbound talking outbound. like
1: you. I'm going to talk about vacancies. Okay, you know that it's really yep. vacancy in English. Okay, not vacancy, but I like okay. it. I'll, t- I'll say vacancy. Okay, if you want me to. Oh so opening. I-, I don't say. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, opening. Okay. Look, you have, play to your strengths. If you can say opening, don't say vacancy, okay? Now, uh, I don't know what you meant. I mean, it sounds like you you've provide an app, you don't advertise it, but if people download it, then they can uh, get job notifications. Is that what it is?
2: Yeah it's it, it's kind of right. It's it's uh, we want to especially on this market here in uh, central and eastern Europe, we want to emphasize that we are a sourcing center. So, of course we do outbound, of course when you are I, our I forget about that, it. I don't
1: care. I don't there. understand, okay? You've also got something called the Recruiting Academy. That's like yeah. a, Recru- a a Recru- recruitment sc- yeah. it's a, a school of recruiting, am I right about that? Exactly. Yeah can you can you this is your chance to plug it
2: okay, this is the chance, okay. If somebody <laughs>
1: wants to somebody wants to study recruiting they can join your recruiting academy and learn from you am i right
2: about that yes exactly exactly we are how much, how much? everything we can we can show we just i just finished the training right now we have one day certified professional training so it's going over recruitment process Sourcing, no, no, like no, no, no. You're not listening to
1: me. Okay, so this is not online training. It's not online. It's it's in-house. Is that what you're saying?
2: The, it's Actually, it's both, but this was actually face-to-face. Let's say Central Eastern Europe, it's, let's say, more back ways, more old-fashioned in this way, so people are used to going really? to Really? I saw there's all kinds
1: of videos. I thought it was online and you get video instruction from you.
2: Because you teach people, a course...
1: You, you got a course yes. on Udemy as well, and you told me that's only one third of what's in this other course.
2: Uh, oh, the, we're the we're course moving on.
1: on. We're moving uh, on. How do they find Recruitment Academy? They'll figure it out themselves. What is it? What's the URL? Uh,
2: it's recruitmentacademy.co for a global folks yeah. if, if you want content in English, and it's recruitmentacademy.cz of course for folks Can here. No
1: Czech people listening to this show. English I is the language be at of least this show. Don't give me <laughs> no CZ stuff. Although I will tell you, I used to have a Slovak <laughs> friend back in the days when it was still Czechoslovakia, and I've read yeah. a lot of novels. Uh, when we had Joseph Skaretsky. He used to live here, right? And I read all his stuff. Okay, and I enjoyed it too. Yeah, Engineer good, of Human good. Souls. Did you read that? Did you read that? No, no, no,
2: no, no I did Very
1: good. Red Music. Very good. And Milan no. Kundera. Milan okay. <laughs> Kundera. Yeah, famous. Going on. Okay. You claim okay. that you you offer a free book. People can, if they go to your website or, or your Twitter feed, yep. which is, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give out your Twitter feed, which I haven't done. Joseph, J O S E F K A D L E C, at Joseph Gadleck. Uh, and uh, if you scroll down, he'll give you a free copy of his book. It's over 300 pages. But I looked through all the titles. I looked through the chapter headings, and I didn't see anything controversial. But you call it a controversial book. It's called People as Merchandise. What's so controversial uh, and be, be, be succinct, succinct. just deliver it. Quickly. Uh, What's yeah, controversial? Sure.
2: Sure. You you need to look at it from the context. The, the book is already six year old. So that's when we started because of the book, we started good call and recruitment Academy and data Cruit. That was, that's the whole foundation of this whole holding here. And for the time and for that region here, th- there were no companies used to using LinkedIn for direct sourcing of applicants and so on. So from this perspective, a lot of, let's say, agencies were kind of pissed off that there is some book like this because we were taking okay. their business, Okay. Well, let me ask you something else. You got the
1: HR directors of IBM, Randstad, Hewlett-Packard, yep. Manpower, and Google exactly. – And some others as well. And don't forget Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Corcoran. That's not how they say it. That's okay. How did you get them to endorse your book?
2: I actually get them through LinkedIn. And as I say, because of this, everybody on the planet is approachable, even if, if you are a little cockroach, I would say. So for Barbara Corcoran, I was a little cockroach. For the HR director of IBM, I was a little cockroach. So I found them. As well as I would found my candidates, I approached maybe 130 of these people to get that roughly 12 testimonials. So Uh I approached 112. Some people, even from some people from Rensted, from UK or from uh, especially from US, they told me like, yeah, that sounds interesting. But finally they declined because the name of the book, People's Merchandise, wasn't kind of... they weren't allowed, basically, to give me to give me the testimony yeah, okay. because okay. of the corporate. Uh, you know what? That's interesting. Very interesting. Okay,
1: what's you're a contributor to higher, higher economics. What's that?
2: Higher economics. The purpose of higher economics is to deliver. What is it? A, it's a it's a, a show. YouTube it's a show. channel it's, a a, it's, a, it's okay. actually a YouTube show. Plus, it has also blog version. So it has it has text version and video version as well to deliver uh-huh. practical content. Practical let's say, content which is not so much del- deliverable over podcasts and so on.
1: Okay, and DataCrew, you've got your own uh, applicant yep. tracking system called yep. DataCrew. Yeah. Am I right about yes. that?
2: Yes, exactly. Okay.
1: Yeah. So there's so much. In, uh, okay, Here's a, now we'll get into the real stuff. I, I, this is the longest introduction I've ever spent time on. Okay, but that stuff about approaching people, big shots you don't know, in that was interesting to me okay yep. you're a tall recruiter you're about six foot four i actually met this guy everybody okay does d does being tall affect your work as a sorcerer do you see any differences between recruiters <laughs> who are short versus those who are tall
2: uh to be honest no maybe maybe with uh Because even my business partners, we are all tall, so maybe there is something behind that that uh, you can step up. Okay, moving on,
1: moving on. I told you, no blabbing on this show, no blabbing on this show, okay? (laughs) Do you have groupies? I mean, you're a young guy, you're in good shape, you're fairly handsome, uh, you speak at a lot of conferences. Do you attract groupies like, you know, rock stars do?
2: What is groupies, like fans or? Yeah, women fans. Women fans, Uh uh-huh, I see. Uh, maybe there is some secret fan club behind it i don't know I don't know about okay, it, so but... that's a no, okay, that's
1: a no, but I don't believe you okay yeah. now uh, did did you get into recruiting because you want to help people? Just yes or no. that's all I want no, okay,
2: good Because that's the real answer. There's all these people yeah. saying, oh,
1: yeah. I, help people. I wake yeah. up in the morning, look at who I can help what nonsense. Do you know like
2: what's okay. the most frequent answer for recruiters at the interview? I like to work with people. OK, let me show you how it's done, how if if you need to contact 100 people every day, I think sooner or later you will be kind of kind of pissed off of working with people. You see, that's the problem why they didn't like the truth about your
1: book, people as merchandise, because that's what they are. Right. But oh, yeah. no, we can't say that. No way. We value their humanity. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Does your technical background help you? Okay. You can, yes, you, you're like, a techie. You're
2: a techie. I want an example. Yeah. I want so an example. Sure. Yeah, you, want an you, example. you had Dean da Costa. You had all the guys at your at your show, and it's it's you can see the world is full about some plugins and so on. Finally, at the end of the day, actually, it's it's of course important, but there are so many that to lead a company of let's say 140 employees, where almost, over half of the employees are sourcers, it's a different story. You you cannot you cannot teach 65 people to be on their I don't know what you're talking you about.
1: Uh uh uh, uh you got to follow my instructions, okay? Keep it short. I will. Let me just see I if will. anybody else You know, Jerry, I think Jerry quit the show. He just absolutely never comes anymore. <laughs> Let me open a few more lines. Okay. Okay. Uh yeah, okay. Here's here's the thing. I want to know. I've asked this question of many people. I never get a good answer. I've been doing this show 12 years. 12 years. I've never had a good answer to this question, okay? If you are an engineer, I want to hear a story about how you recruited people and you were able, because of your specific uh, expertise, your professional expertise as a technical person, you were able to identify people where somebody else might not have been able to do so, and then you were able to assess them better because you understood the real questions to ask. You didn't just ask a hiring manager, oh, what are the key questions? What are the knockout questions? Okay? I want to know if there's a difference. If a recruiter who has no technical background, who got out of high school, or who took English at university became a technical recruiter tomorrow, and they just had to go on the information they got, or they, they wormed out of some stupid hiring manager, could they be as good a recruiter as you with your technical background? First question. I just want a yes or no.
2: Uh, I would say yes, and I will. I will tell you shortly why. My business partner Novak is actually a former teacher of English and uh, and something else. And he started. He's he's older, maybe by seven years than me. He's in recruitment for 20 years, and he started as IT recruiter at that time. Of course, at that time where. You had rolodex and telephone and everything like that. You know that.
1: what? You told me a story about this guy Milan, okay? But no. you didn't tell me. Uh, uh, you didn't tell me what I asked for. I asked for. Uh, 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 well, yeah, yeah I kind of asked only a yes or no at that.
2: But, but it depends. You know, it depends. Well, no. no, no here's
1: my to... question. Let me hone it down. I'm putting. I'm pitting you, uh, Joey, against Milan, and I'm giving you the same job order, okay? Yes. Who's gonna do who's gonna do a better job? You with your IT background or him with his English background?
2: Uh I will definitely do the better job with sourcing. He will definitely do the better job with let's say the rest of the recruitment process. So Okay our, why
1: would your job yeah. why would your
2: sourcing job why would you do a better
1: job sourcing?
2: Um Let's say in today's world of course, at that world when there was no internet basically, maybe he would be on the same level. But yeah, I'm in not talking th- about then. Keep focused. Yeah.
1: Keep yeah, focused. Yeah. Okay. In today's
2: world, of course, uh, I think like there are maybe three, four rules which makes you a good sourcer and with a specific position you need to do exhaustive searches. So I think I can work better with data whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's Facebook, whether it's GitHub, whether it's whatever okay. else.
1: is it because you're an IT guy? I don't know why I have to definitely. wrestle this. I definitely. Told you, for, four years, I never got a good answer.
2: Okay, for the is it because part, you're an definitely, IT guy? Yes. Definitely, yes. In what way? That's why, okay, so, so, yeah, let, let me finish just, just this sentence. That is why we, I would like to basically divide sourcing between searching and approaching. There are two different profiles of people. It's very difficult to find one person who excels in both of these categories. Okay, well, I have to tell you something. First of all,
1: that's no longer sourcing. That's recruiting, and that's how they had it. That's it's, not, Shally it's not. told For us. Our, oh, our, oh, 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 oh. Shally told not. us. Shally, okay? You might yeah. not know him, but he was here before you, okay? Shally yeah. said when he was at Microsoft, that's what they had. They had sourcers, and they had what they called networkers. The sourcers found the people. And they handed it over to the networkers who contacted them, okay? The networkers, I would never call a networker uh, uh, a sorcerer, but I understand that everything becomes, you know, uh, confused, okay? So what I'm talking about right now, don't make me – you know, people are going to be hanging up if they they even listen this far, okay? I'm saying when you see a candidate, first, can you assess – the candidate even if they've only you know got a few minimal things there because you've got a rich background in IT can you say this person probably has what i need okay and even yes. if the hiring manager only gives you a thumbnail sketch can sure. you say i really understand what this person needs number 3 point can you go in when you talk to this person and and ask better questions to discern you know and follow up questions oh yeah i've done that the guy says you have this uh, xyz oh yeah sure and then you'll you'll ask a question that nails them and and says no you don't really have that i want to know if you as an it recruiter have done that a better job in that regard than somebody like milan who doesn't have an it background
2: definitely yes because of course when you know that php developer is in the structure here and he used these frameworks and so on you can do a better job in assessing the next question is if you can actually uh, take an interview if you if you can actually do interview that's the, that's the second question but technically yes of course you can you can theoretically ask but okay,
1: let me ask you okay the last thing on this one have you ever could you remember a case where You know, you identified somebody who looked like they might fit your job. You called them up and you started talking to them and you knew because you're a techie that this person, even though he said he had what you wanted, you knew he didn't. Does that ever happen?
2: Uh, Most of the cases, I try to assess this even before when you know the profile. So I know that this person is from Oracle, for example, and I know the guys from Oracle. I know what their frameworks are what tools they use and so on uh so usually at the interview there were more people like culture fit and these and these and these things so not not more hard skills than soft skills yeah you're wrong i don't okay look look, amy miller okay i know all
1: the big shots okay amy miller She's worked for Microsoft and Google, and she says she does the initial screen, but she hands them over to the techies for the technical interview. You're telling me there's no, no need for a technical interview. You can just No, tell no, them no. I
2: don't, I don't say that. I don't, I don't say that. I, I'm just saying that, of course, as a former techie, you can assess it better. But, of course, that of course, as a normal non-techie recruiter, okay. you, you cannot okay, assess it. Okay, let's move truth. on. Let's move on. I okay, I obvious. read
1: your blog. I read your blog, okay? I read it right through because okay. there aren't that many postings. Okay, so you've some of the postings are by you, and some of them are by uh, uh, a girl, and some of them are by uh, a guy, okay? And this guy, I can't remember what his name is, Walachek or something, okay? He says that he sends out uh, his recruiting emails uh, or text. They're in poetry form, okay? They're like, yes, Roso, yes. Janosz Walachek. Roses yes, not, are red. Yes, yes. Roses are Yonash, sorry. Yeah. Roses are red, violets are blue. I'm searching for talent. Maybe it's you. Okay, he's a poet <laughs> in English, yeah, uh, yeah. and he he says he gets good responses, often poetic responses from people. Have Have you ever tried that?
2: Not me personally, but Yonash. Okay. By the way, two weeks ago he finished second at uh, SourceCon Hackathon, so I think there is might be something behind it. Okay,
1: but SourceCon Hackathon is not about sending out poetry to candidates. It's finding people, isn't it, Strictly?
2: The, of course, it's not, but we can say that we disagree. Yeah, so don't bluff is...
1: me, okay? I've been around too long. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anybody on the line who, who would consider using poetry? Anybody? I mean, there's other people here now. Anybody? Would you use poetry on, on your uh, outreach messages? No. <laughs>
0: Mike. <laughs> Michael G. Cox, why not? Hey man, maybe it's a personal thing. I'm not a poet. Exactly. Hey, and by well, the way, like, Janosch or Janosch, whatever his name is, he ain't a poet either. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, I would, you took the words
1: out of my mouth. You don't have to be a poet, okay? Roses are red, boxes. and he well, he's got lots of others, okay? This
2: is his. This uh, is his uh, sort of
1: his basic one, okay? This is uh, basic
0: uh, one. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that it actually works
2: some candidates okay. actually reply to him as a poet so yes, he Do they replied
0: with of... uh, like don't ever contact me again is that what you're talking <laughs> ah, no. about? Yeah.
1: No they post other <laughs> little you know they post other little rhyming uh, um uh, limericks as well yeah lose it's my good.
2: info yeah <laughs> That, that shouldn't be considered now, that means a reply. It's something you have to, you know, you have to differentiate somehow, whether it's poet. I was, at the beginning, I was also saying, like, what this bullshit is all about. And then, of course, when I saw even his, uh, his results from this, he actually has had a better response rate.
1: Okay, if i, I got to do an ad. But when we come back okay what the first time i was in touch uh, i found out about uh, joey here was maureen uh told me maureen there's this article on the sosu uh group about uh this guy is exposing all of the uh chrome extensions and plugins that will get you into trouble on linkedin okay and then i went to the I went to the group. She invited me to the group so I could read your article. That was the only place. And when I got there, there were people bad-mouthing me and saying, we shouldn't let this guy into the group. <laughs> He's going to steal our stuff. They're so nice there, okay? But anyway, so but this is his specialty, okay? It's a, it was a big concern for a while. LinkedIn is going to kick you off if you use this, uh, these, these programs to find contact information. But first I want to tell you about another program that actually does do a great job, and everybody knows it, finding contact information, and that's HireTool, H-I-R-E-T-U-E-L. But it's not just a, a, a contact information finder. It finds emails, both personal and professional. It's famous for that, and you can get a free Chrome extension to help you do it. But also you just go to HireTool.com with your search, you don't have to be a, a Boolean genius like the guy we have on the show today. You just have to write your search in in normal English. The the site creates the Boolean string for you, and it searches a wide array of websites like GitHub, like LinkedIn, like Facebook. Then it returns a list, a ranked list of potential candidates. It guesses their salaries. It guesses who's going to be most ready to make a move. And bam, you're on your way, Okay. So do a demo today. The demos are lots of fun, uh, and there's, they're not high-pressure salespeople there. Okay, so go to HireTool h i r e t u a l dot com and check them out. Back to Joey Cadillac. Okay, Joe. Now certain things are going to get you into trouble. Certain contact, let's say stuff to find out email and phone numbers, they're going to get you into trouble on LinkedIn. They'll put you into LinkedIn jail. How do we know which is uh, which ones are, are bad for us? Yeah. Uh, Are you having fun?
2: Are you having yeah, fun? I am definitely okay, having fun. Good. Uh, basically, good. <laughs> our actually, as I mentioned, we have data with our ATS. We had our own plugin which was called LinkedIn Advanced Sourcers. Maybe our listeners knew that. Even Dinda Costa used that in his uh, toolbox. It was basically highlight- just highlighting profiles which you already visited, and you could put a note under every profile. So you saw somebody you already visited three months ago and you could put there a note like a sticky note like like, yeah like a sticky note so even if you did some search after one year and this person uh, appeared there you you saw okay I already saw this guy one year ago and these are some notes to that our LinkedIn uh, company page and our main guy LinkedIn personal profiles basically got banned closed because of this plugin because we were creators of this plugin so we needed to actually put it down from the Google web store and then he retrieved his profiles back even the company one and the personal one as well so if you are a creator of these uh, of these and basically it was just that we were changing the layout of LinkedIn because of course when I would show you the, the LinkedIn plugin you couldn't recognize if it's element of LinkedIn or our plugin so that was the problem even if there was nothing with personal data nothing like that we were just Look, highlighting I got my violin
1: out yeah. hold on i i you know i'm playing the you know too bad this happened to you but that's not the question i asked okay
2: <laughs> that's not if, question, I, if i if I, use... I want to say that if you are a creator of this plugin you might get into troubles if you are just the user you might get into troubles as well if you use the plugins incorrectly give me i, I can give you an example linkedin helper for example linkedin helper With LinkedIn helper you can automate sending for example sending of your LinkedIn invitations. So you can do a search Toronto HR people here There are I don't know 1500 HR people you can click you can customize the message and every day you can send for example 300 LinkedIn invitations to these people if you hit some triggers at LinkedIn So they recommend for example to only contact 100 people every day That should be all right. I'm doing even more and it seems all right. But if you put there one thousand people every day, of course you will hit the trigger of LinkedIn. LinkedIn will get you a message, hey, we noticed that you are using some uh robotics uh plugins. Stop it. Otherwise we will we will ban your profile. So if they'll you do actually
1: it, warn you, they you won't just yes, end up yes, in jail. They'll before. give you we'll a warning. Actually,
2: you will get a you will get a warrant and well, because so, I've
1: heard many cases where people just look at Cassia. That Ka- or Kasia, she calls herself Kasia yeah. yeah. Borovic, Kasha. she said yeah. she just ended up in LinkedIn jail. She, did, she didn't She did have anybody to talk to. She
0: speaking to Czechoslovakia, she actually, it
1: was kafka asked. Yeah. You know Kafka. It was Kafka-esque. She <laughs> didn't know who to talk to. She didn't know what happened.
2: Yeah, and but her life Kasia, was... actually, Kasia actually didn't use any of those plugins. So there's a question what was wrong. But I think uh, even our, some people here were banned for basically no reason, kind of. And I think that was the change when uh, LinkedIn was changing the layout from the old one okay. to a new okay. one. Okay, hold on. I, I want to wrap so this up. But,
1: you know, there's yep. Hire tool. There's Hunter. Yeah. Hunter went off LinkedIn. There's there's many there's many of them. Like, there's sure. an article. All of, the, Peg- all of those
2: are on the list. All of those are on the list uh, in the source code of LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the list I published. That wasn't the list I made up. That was the list which is in the source code of LinkedIn, and LinkedIn yeah. is actually checking if you have one of these, some of these plugins installed. But okay, but, for but install- what happens
1: if you're, what happens if you've got them installed? Are you going to get into trouble for sure, or are they just no. watching? I think
2: if, if you have it just installed, I think LinkedIn would need to do clo- to close thousands, ten thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands profiles. That's not going to happen. So just for having the plugin, you are you are I think all right. It's safe to say you are all right for using the plugin in a bad way, you might be, you might get into troubles. Okay. So let, me, creator, let me You know what? Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I told you, I, I told you 15 minutes ago,
1: don't blab too much. Okay. This is the recruiting okay. animal show. Okay. You can go on the other shows and was, ramble was, on. You can't do that here. Okay. I'm going to run a list by you. This should be easy. You know, I'm going to run Leon Tegzi. I don't know. Is he, is he check yeah. as well? He okay. Check, yeah. He, He's got a list of of uh, email and phone phone number finders, okay? And I'm just I never never heard of them. I made a list. Uh, 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 took. I made a list of the ones that I never heard of. I'm going to run them by you, and you and I'm going to ask you, would this get me banned from LinkedIn? And you'll say yes or no, okay?
2: Agreed. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I don't remember the list from top of my head. I'm going to give I, you
1: the uh, well. The, uh, yeah. So
2: bullying. No, no. I, I mean the, you, list, the, the list. The list. Don't blab. Uh,
1: just listen. Boolean Assistant, have you heard of that? Yes or no? Boolean Assistant, you heard of it? Yes or no? It's it's, it's,
2: a uh, no, extension. Just, it's just a generic name. I don't know. No. Okay,
1: find that email. Have you heard of it? Uh, extension. Yeah, that's just
2: the creator. there is nothing with the personal data in there.
1: Email, that's another extension. Have you yeah, heard email. of it?
2: No, and from what I see, it's not even on the – yeah, it's actually, it's on the list. So LinkedIn is checking if you have installed this plugin.
1: Okay, but you won't get banned. If you're using it, you won't get banned, right?
2: I cannot say. I'm not a I'm not critic of LinkedIn. Get Prospect. Get Prospect. Yeah. Have you heard of that? Get Prospect. I heard of it, but not on the list. Okay. Improver. Improver is also not on the list, but I don't know it.
1: There's a huge, you know, I I've never heard of any of these. I don't know if anybody yes, else no, on the no, line no, is, has yes, anybody no. else heard of these things? I've never, there's so many of them, I, I, I've never even heard of them. And, and the thing is, though, what I'm learning from you today is, I don't have to be scared that if I try one of these, I'm going to get in trouble. Although he warns you in his article he can't guarantee that you won't get in trouble, but you're pretty much telling me no, unless you're the creator or unless you're trying to, you know, uh, access a thousand uh, files a day. You're not going to get in trouble. Is that what you're telling us?
2: Yeah, yeah. Just I use just the let's say good judgment. Otherwise, as I said, LinkedIn would need to to close down many and many uh, accounts, which is not going to happen like that. So without, okay. especially without any warrant, okay. you will get okay, enough. A enough. Uh, 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 uh.
1: Telephone hacks you've you've telephone got a, a you've got a video from twenty fifteen uh, yep. at the sosu uh, Amsterdam or somewhere and and you showed all kinds of tricks in these telephone hacks that you were doing, but I had yep. to ask myself, does he ever use this I mean uh, you knew how to get people's numbers first of all, you knew how to f- mask your mobile phone number you called yep. if i'm not mistaken, you called somebody in the audience using another guy's
2: number. Yeah, yeah, or Balaz, something Balaz, like that. Balaz, Balaz, Balaz Paroča, number.
1: Yeah, okay. And you knew how to send an SMS message to someone when you don't have their phone number.
2: Uh, do you yeah. actually do those things? Like in business, of course not. It's, it's, in European Union, most of these things I showed are illegal. In the U.S., from what I know, some of these things like the masking of your telephone number might be legal if you don't uh-huh. use it for illegal purpose. So we can. So we those can are say kind to, of just
1: like magic tricks. Those are like magic tricks. But, like, for instance, can you tell us here and now, can you send a, an SMS message to someone when you don't have their phone number? Could you tell us how to do that?
2: Uh, you, you, you cannot do that in a long distance. I am not able to do that for you if I don't have your telephone number. If you are here, if you would be here within my ranch, let's say in uh, sourcing Summit Amsterdam, it was the room, the, the venue. Yeah. Uh, so you are within the reach of my device I can um, I can basically jam all let's say the clever mobile phone uh, networks like 3g LTE and so on 5g possibly somewhere I can jam these networks so your telephone will actually fall back to GSM GSM is old protocol for 70s and there you can do all of these things so I will jam the network and with the device we built uh, I'm able to send the SMS to all people in the audience. For example, in this case. So I see. To, okay. Yeah. So I yeah, can. I, I don't. It. I don't
1: understand yeah. how that's to, Okay. I don't understand how that's going to be useful to a recruiter. Let's move <laughs> if it, on.
2: If, if it was legal, if it was legal, imagine that you can take this device, you can go somewhere to the factory, and you can send SMS to all of people in the building with some campaign, recruitment campaign, and you can. Uh, uh you can storm out and you can do that with with other okay, places you can as do as well. a,
1: a, a batch a batch uh, text exactly. okay so exactly. what are are there any uh, do you ever text candidates so uh, i'm wondering what tool you use for texting uh,
2: for text uh, for android uh, we use mighty text of course there is a problem that it's not working with uh, with uh, iPhones uh, but we have kind of like a mixed environment, use your own device and so on. So it depends also to, to sourcer, but of course, uh, we don't have this connected, uh, currently with our ATS. So our people are doing this pretty simple, like manual. Yeah, action.
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Hold on. So what you told me, uh, you're, you're using a text, uh, tool, a texting tool that doesn't, doesn't work on iPhones. Lots of people have iPhones. I don't know if you realize that it's a popular brand. Okay. so you don't use
2: like fifty 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 at our office. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna do another ad. I'm putting you on hold, doing an
1: ad. Hey everybody. Be quiet for a second, yeah, Yosef. Okay. PC recruiter, recruiting animal for PC Recruiter. You know what people love about PC recruiter? Do you know what distinguishes pc recruiter from other recruiting software i'm going to tell you and i'm not even going to ask mike to do it with me pc recruiter is configurable okay do you know what that means if you're from czechoslovakia or the czech republic rather you might not know but i'm going to tell you it means pc recruiter doesn't impose its own workflow management style on you it lets you make the software what you want it to not what some propeller head techie up in their head office wants it to. No, it puts the power of its recruiting software in your hands. And here's an example. PC Recruiter has a candidate presentation feature. You send an email to your client. It contains a link that goes to a profile of the candidate that you build yourself. It's got your branding on it, and it shows the clients what you want them to see. And then it lets the client grade the candidate. It's got five stars picks a star, and also can leave comments for you. So please go check it out at pcrecruiter.net. Thank you. Okay, you know, we're halfway through the show. In fact, we're more than halfway through the show. We're two-thirds of the way through. Uh, do you have some issues that uh, you'd like to talk about that I haven't given you a chance to uh, broach? Joey?
2: Yep. Uh So what would we maybe I I would like to mention like we were talking uh, as you were mentioning the assessing of IT guys and so on but you forget one thing how to kind of attract those guys because that's the problem now that's the problem everywhere in Toronto as I was attending sourcing something Canada last year and so on it's problem everywhere Uh, maybe one advice for your audience might be using what I call video sourcing usage of videos but for sourcing, not for employer branding or these kind of things. So we can, uh, I don't know if you know the software, which is called use loom, use Yep, loom,
1: loom, yep. L-O-O-M. And you're saying the website that is called useloom.com.
2: Yeah, use loom. Yeah, exactly. UseLoom.com. Okay,
1: I've used it. I've actually yep. used it myself. Yeah, go ahead. Yep. Tell yep. us about it.
2: And uh, imagine that we normally have something like 34% of response rate. And on average, we need to approach 59 candidates to get one higher, regardless it's IT, regardless it's engineering, regardless it's sales, marketing, and so on. So 59 to get that one higher with 34% of average response rate when you use classic Uh, Emails tags and so on, but the problem is that there are regions we have uh, Something like eight branches and there are some regions where you don't have 59 potential candidates on the market you have just 20 for example so you need to do something which I called extreme engagement so you do some extreme engagement and that might be, for example, usage your video sourcing. So you will do uh, 20, in this case, 20 videos using Loom. You will open their LinkedIn profile or other profiles. Of course, it works well on Facebook or even, for example, GitHub as well. You will do the video. You will send out the video. And with this procedure, we are sometimes, we are hitting even 100% response rate, even without doing a follow-up. So people will... Uh, in, in now, why control- is
1: that? A hundred percent response rate. A hundred. Here, yeah, Mike. Let me explain. You know, this guy's got an accent. Okay, I, maybe that's racist for me to point that out. I don't know.
0: <laughs> is it because is okay? <laughs>
1: okay. 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 It, you go to useloom.com, and, and it's a video service. You record your 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 video, and then I think, if I'm not mistaken, you just have to press a button, and it yeah. it plants it in your email. Otherwise, you just can paste a link is sure. that is that it is
0: there a yeah, link or does yeah, it actually yeah.
2: show up does Both. it show up no, it has joseph it has does it, in, i i yeah.
0: get i get the way it works i'm wondering what is the video content that he is sending someone
2: the content yeah what's of the in video there? Is, yeah it's basically the same you would write in the linkedin invitation or linkedin email but of course you are naturally saying that in your own words so it's more humanized let's Give say us an okay. example
1: Give us an example. I will give you an
2: example. Uh, hello, Michael. Uh, I found your, so he, he see your, he can see your profile. So I'm basically scrolling through your profile and I'm saying, I found uh, your profile here on LinkedIn. And what I noticed that you work for two years at this company and I know that this company is doing this and maybe, you know, this guy, blah, 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 blah. And I will finish it. Uh, when you want to let's say do the expanded version, you can skip to your own uh, website and uh, and of course describe uh, the weekend opening uh, uh-huh. and uh or you can do the short version something like uh would you have time uh, for ten minutes uh for for the call actually when okay. we are now finishing i have got
1: a, i'm gonna i'm gonna suggest something disruptive here okay if that's uh-oh. what you're doing if that's what I was doing. I would hire a Milli Vanilli uh, uh, group. I would hire a good-looking okay. guy and a pretty girl, maybe actors, you know, student <laughs> actors, to do that for me. Okay, and and, and <laughs> that you know that would be that would make sense. I mean, somebody who's uh, attractive and a good speaker, rather than just you know the average recruiter. But he, this guy's already getting a hundred percent feedback on it, better than the poetry guy.
2: I, I I'm you I'm know, blown you know, away. Uh, actually when you when we try to do it professionally because before loom, there was no such a service, so we did this over YouTube normally, yeah. upload YouTube, unlisted video, and you are done when we done it like professionally, lighting and everything, it actually has a worse response rate than when it's authentic, like when I just yeah. take this somewhere in this room here and so actually using like a professional anchor or professional actress and so on would actually had not so good results as using the recruiter. Anyway, the person will see the recruiter on the interview anyway. So why to use... Uh, why use, Yeah, well, um, I'm
1: not it's a bait and switch. You put a Playboy bunny in there to start things <laughs> off, and then you know once he's in it, you know it's so a story. You,
2: you can use, you know, the, the Chinese anchor, which is uh, which is a robot. So I'm actually waiting till when we will be doing. We will we be able to do these uh, video approach videos, software wise? So with software over ATS uh, with so with
1: you. sex bots. Okay, okay, but what goes in the subject line? Of those uh, video uh, recruiting emails. In, what goes, in this what goes, case,
2: because now, now it's possible to paste LinkedIn into LinkedIn invitation as well, so uh, there might not be any like subject line. So you just okay. Well, you're it sending in.
1: these on LinkedIn. You don't send them by emails. No,
2: no as regular well, because, email? Yeah, you don't you don't you don't have email at the beginning if you are not using Hire tool or other tools. So yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, I just read I just read 20 tools there that that you could you know, uh, supposedly for sure, you, you can guess them, sure.
2: but you know as we mentioned there are many many tools in the world you can use, but we don't have our sourcers. they don't have time to go through 20 different tools to get one email when you are doing, imagine that we we do something like over 600 middle and uh, let's say top positions placement every year, so the time. Time matters basically. So if I am maybe some one-man show sorcerer doing one client, I can play with one uh, one candidate okay. the whole day. Okay, but you but you, don't, you don't
1: you don't you don't you don't do any direct uh, phone calls. Do you phone you phone anybody we, for recruiting or is it all,
2: uh, yes, all we do, through we do LinkedIn? as well, especially engineering like uh, automotive automotive industry and so on. We do of course direct calls uh, over the reception. We have. I, I was just saying one one trick to to our. Uh, Mentioning uh, the trick to our people at the training. So maybe one uh, neat trick for your audience as well Of course in Canada and uh, and for example USA and so on you speak English But in in other countries where there is some other languages as well You can actually try to call the receptionist and and speak in English because English is not our native language It will increase the chance she or he will give you the number to desired person much more so that one needs trick for countries where English is actually not a native language. So okay, yes, Can do, I do. can I call
1: someone in Czech here in, in in North America and maybe the same thing will happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: So, okay. Okay. So look, uh, I got a feel. I want to find out about your your these methods of contacting people. Oh, I want to know what you say on your you know when the, when the receptionist says why who are you why are you calling okay i want to know what you say but first i'm going to do an ad okay you can collect your thoughts about that for a for a second and and right now the recruiting animal, i want everybody to know that my good friend louise triant actually put her boy chad sowash uh, up against me today on Wednesday, the first ever that I've seen another show Wednesday at noon uh, Eastern Time. She put them up directly against me, but I still like her, okay? Anyway, it. Honeit, H-O-N-E-I-T, it is phone interview technology. It Listen to this. It records and transcribes your phone interviews so you can enjoy your conversation without worrying about getting everything down, taking notes. Maybe you're not a good typist. Maybe you've got a, a finger cramp and you can't write that fast, okay? You don't have to worry about that. It's all recorded and automatically turned into text that you can search. So uh, you can find all, you know, you can hone right in on the information you want by searching the keywords. Honet lets you you create as well these 30-second sound bites that bring your candidates to life by letting hiring managers hear them discuss their skills in their very own voices. Honet works with every ATS or CRM, and zero integration is required. Just connect your Google or Outlook calendar and put a Honet scheduling link anywhere in your workflow h-o-n-e-i-t dot com okay back to joey cadillac uh, yeah. i think the c in, in in your name must be a t-s sound so it's really codlets or something like that right? like, like yeah. veal,
0: veal yeah. codlets cadillac.
1: <laughs>
2: cadillac is better uh, okay James uh, told, uh, told me Cadillac as well so no problem yeah
1: okay so so uh so when you get uh an engineer yep. on the phone you you call up in English and 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 so the say, yeah. she says oh no, somebody's speaking in English they must be important I'll, I'll put them through to Joe Blow and and yep. so you get Joe he answers the phone he says hello what do you say
2: To be honest like uh, telephone sourcing uh, is definitely not my expertise because imagine I was I started as IT sourcer so most of the first approaches were actually done over chat email maybe I don't know if you probably you don't know in uh, ICQ that was kind of a famous chat here I'm Uh,
1: older than you you met me I remember ICQ when it came out okay
2: uh i didn't know that it was popular there as well yeah so it was basically it was basically this and i actually i hired first 20 of or s- sourced tw- first 20 of my people actually without speaking with them at all kind of yeah.
1: uh-huh. so,
2: uh of course for as i'm uh, as i mentioned for automotive sales and so on our guys if you if you okay so our- hold
1: on you know what okay. i told you I, 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 this is a lesson i'm going to teach you today for nothing okay <laughs> Don't just blab <laughs> on about irrelevant stuff. I ask you a question. You you, you say you know Perfect. what, animal? I don't know how to talk to people. I'm a techie. I like talking to them through electronic means. Showing oh, full, that yeah, topic full, I, is yeah. over. Oh. Okay. Here's a specialty. Perfect. Perfect. That you, okay. Here's a specialty for you. Okay. You don't recommend free LinkedIn accounts anymore. Dean DeCosta does. Dean DaCosta does, and I think Kasha. She's a recruiting trainer as well. She was here last week, uh, and she told us it, that yeah, she she has a free LinkedIn account. You don't yeah. recommend free LinkedIn accounts for a, a, a solo recruiter. What would it's you recommend
2: not uh, for LinkedIn? True, actually, I'm saying hello to Kasia. I will see her on Monday in uh, in, in Warsaw. Anyway, uh-huh. with LinkedIn accounts, if you ask me, uh, three four years ago, I would definitely say you don't need any paid account. But today, of course, it depends what you do. We have, we have uh, for example, at our trainings, we have recruiters who actually do recruitment and some other HR stuff. So imagine their routine is that on Monday they are sourcing. So they use LinkedIn. They are sending out messages as well. On Tuesday, they do that as well. On Thursday, they are blocked by commerce use limits. So they cannot do any more searches if they don't know how. Of course, there are ways how to, uh, how to override this, whether, whether, uh, whether it's using of X-ray search, of, uh, of usage of uh, what I call elimination method, which you can use by… Uh, by you know what? You're uh,
1: losing. You know If Jerry was here, he'd be snoring, yeah. okay? He'd be making right. noises. Uh, yeah. I, 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 uh, I want you to tell us, get to the point, what command for a solo recruiter in the united states okay we're not in the czech republic the people who are in the czech without,
2: republic without, don't listen to this third, show without without any further details i would recommend to use sales navigator if we are counting that some budget of course as well because sales navigator 60 bucks per month uh, linkedin recruiter Lite, it's 90 bucks per month and uh, you are just losing uh, almost nothing and especially what i especially like in sales navigator is uh, the company search. You can actually search for companies based on the different uh, variables. So you can search for companies in Toronto having more than 500 employees and being in automotive industry like this. You cannot do this with Recruiter Lite. Okay. So Sales Navigator uh, would be my ultimate answer.
1: Well, hold on. So Sales Navigator is better than Recruiter Lite even though it's cheaper. Is that what you just told me?
2: Uh, not it's it's a little bit different. There are uh, two uh, there are two filters uh, which are not uh, in uh, uh, in light version, but basically almost everything else is there. So yeah, Hold I on, I'm not Mike, Michael
1: Michael G. Cox. Michael G. Cox still you, on the show? Yeah. Are you still here? Yeah. Yeah. Which which one did he recommend? Okay, because he lost me. Okay,
0: did he recommend I, I Recruiter Lite recommending... or Sales Navigator? I thought he what? was recommending what? Navigator.
1: Yeah, and, but didn't he say Navigator is 60 and Recruiter Lite is 90? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Navigator, which is only two thirds of the price of Recruiter Lite, is actually better. Is that what he said, Mike?
0: I think so. I, but he also mentioned it depends on what you're going to use it for.
2: There are, uh, are only two filters in Navigator. Uh, which are uh which are actually missing in navigator which are in uh linkedin recruiter lite so and i don't comp- uh, i don't exactly okay. really so, her okay. so uh, know okay you,
1: you're a sourcer now i'm going to focus on your expertise if you you know got one of these things and you're you're only allowed to do a, a, what is it, 100 searches a day is that the limit just yes or no quick
2: there, no there is nothing like that linkedin will not never tell you what the triggers are Okay, but
1: you said that that the person you just... Why do I have to fight with you? The person you just described (laughs) does two days of sourcing, then they can't do any more that week because they've reached their limit. That's what you said. But there's ways around it. What ways? I don't know the ways around it. You said x-ray. Yeah,
2: Yeah, so for example, one is x-ray. Of course, it has some disadvantages as well, but imagine you are blocked. Today you are blocked, but you need to source. You can do x-ray search, of course, and you will list some other people even if the list is not exhaustive those people it's not complete list but definitely there are people and you can you can do your job the other way is what i called elimination method so imagine the commercials limit means that you can see first three profiles and then nothing but the three, uh, first three profiles you can you can uh, you can open them no problem and then you can use the filter surname or the second name or last name sorry last name and you can exclude those three people by their last name, which happens that those people will disappear from the list and those people are substituted by, by other three people from the list which were not visible at the beginning. And you can continue with this till the end. You, you basically go through the whole list. Okay, let me ask you
1: another question before the time is up. So well, let's say uh, you want to get... Uh, can can you just buy a a second navigator account so you could do double or will they see that it's coming from the same IP address and block it
2: Uh, if you want to that's regardless if you have premium or not when you want to use more LinkedIn accounts or you want to actually you have for example one account per company uh, you need to use different uh, browsers so imagine your main account you have on your Google Chrome but the secondary linkedin account you have on your firefox otherwise or, or you you need to use uh, anonymous window when you mixed up your uh, cookies linkedin can clearly see it's one person ip doesn't matter all our people here in this office are under one ip for linkedin so so uh-huh. they cannot say it's one person so what matters is cookies so so for example i actually have three accounts i have one account for germany and and third account for poland actually. Uh-huh. So I have mm-hmm. my main account, main account in Google Chrome, secondary account for Germany in, uh, in uh, Safari, and the third yeah. account for Poland in uh, uh, Firefox.
1: Okay. Mike, do you have any questions for him? Does anybody have a last question for him? The show's almost done. Anybody? No. No? Okay. Well, here's a question. Here's something you discuss. I, I think you discuss it on your blog. How do you find someone in Malta who can speak Swedish?
2: yeah Um, so yeah of course like we know that uh, you need to put brain into it so we can say uh, that if you have non paid LinkedIn account what I would do I would choose the location Malta there's no problem with it and I would put into keywords I would put the old terms which person actually now living or staying on Malta would use for Swedish so I would use Svenska, which is uh, Swedish in, in Swedish, I would use the word Swedish, so I would put there Svenska or Swedish, and that's basically it. Maybe there might be some local term uh, for for Swedish, which of course which, you would Which which
1: which field would the this Svenska or Swedish I go would in?
2: You need to put this when you have non-paid LinkedIn account or even in the paid LinkedIn account. I would put this into keywords, of course. So you would find anybody on Malta having Swedish or Svenska somewhere on their profiles and you need to go through the list one by one and basically to be honest, like if somebody, if somebody can speak fair English, German, Swedish, you will find out on the interview or or on the screening. Uh, So of course there will be people on Malta because there are a lot of, there is a Swedish minority on Malta. So if you see that the person has a Swedish name, so, of course, obviously, he can speak Swedish. But if there is somebody who has, like, normal name from some country or from Malta and put into language section Swedish without any level of the knowledge of the language, you know nothing. You need to call to the person and ask Yeah, okay, her, I'm getting lost. I got yeah. final question. Okay, you
1: were a <laughs> vegan when I met you, and now you're not a vegan anymore. You wrote a little yeah. article about it. You said that uh, you 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 were starting to get fat, And soft after a few months. You just didn't like that feeling. You didn't have the energy, so you you went back. But then I saw that you were having breakfast, I don't know where, maybe here, and and you were having uh, chocolate chip pancakes with maple syrup on them. Is that what you were eating when you were a vegan? That's not good food.
2: (laughs) That was actually good food. It was gluten free and vegan. Yeah, it was in Toronto, actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it tasted good, but I got to tell you. That's not good for you. No wonder you were feeling soft
2: and fat. You're eating garbage. <laughs> that, that was just the dessert. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If that somebody was wants. Pancakes to... with maple syrup, it's, it's your national gold?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's our national. In Quebec, it is. Yeah. Okay. So look, if somebody wants. I enjoyed having you here. If somebody. And you'll come back. Have, we've got lots of questions. You can come back any time. But if someone yeah. wants to find you now, what's the easiest way? You, you've got your you, Joseph. Cadillac.com is don't you have a simple a simple english term that you could use as a, a, a to get to your website
2: as well yeah i should i should have one but i don't know but we the people can use recruitmentacademy.co and that's it recruitmentacademy.co don't. joey Cadillac
0: thank you <laughs> Itself. I just, Same old thing. I, as a recruiter, there's there's nothing I'm going to now take to my desk, and I am in a state of constant listening, learning, and applying. That's my thing. I got nothing from this show. I'm not going to do anything new. That's what I'm looking for in my learning phase of my career.
1: Joseph, you're still there, right? Yeah, Cat I'm with still that was that was from years ago. I like playing Jerry criticizing the show at the at the end. I, I, this is from it's from like ten years ago. Okay, I played that one. I played that once a few weeks ago, and the guy was on. who was a great guest. I really liked him. He thought that you know they were talking about <laughs> about the <laughs> end of okay but that wasn't that was jerry it was nice having you on okay i really enjoyed it thanks for coming
2: thank you thank you thank you thank you michael take care bye-bye bye-bye